Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome again to another episode and um, great to have you back for another chat and a bit of an update on Brisbane. Really excited to be back talking to you again today and we've got an exciting topic to cover because we're going to be taking a deep dive into the major infrastructure projects that are currently either underway or planned for development here in Brisbane Uh, because obviously when you're looking at property it's not just about what an area looks like today but it's focusing on what that area might look like in 5, 10 um, even 20 years from now and understanding what the demand for property might be at that time. So we're going to cover a lot of um, imp- exciting um, overviews, I guess you could say, of a lot of these major projects that are currently underway. Yeah, I um, I do like talking about these types of things coming from a construction background. Um, when you see the amount of concrete, steel and, and workers that happen on these big um, construction sites, so it, it's really good. And what it changes is it not only changes edu- um, employment, but also Brisbane itself and how it's changed over the years and what it will look like in the future. It's what we love to look at. Yeah, it makes certainly um, areas more desirable. Um, it gives Brisbaneites different locations to head to for lifestyle um, or different lifestyle precincts that we can gravitate towards. But it, as Scott mentioned, it does create jobs in different areas as well. And we're going to be highlighting some of those opportunities and, and how that can apply to you as a property investor if you are an investor um, in selecting locations. Okay, so apart from the sunshine and the warm weather we have up here, which we always talk about, um, another couple of reasons, and it will give you some examples of why people might love to live in Brisbane. So We'll talk about today things that are planned, things that are happening, things that have completed, um, and give you a bit of an idea of uh, how Brizzy's going to change. And a big part of that with, as Melinda mentioned, about lifestyle, um, health, education, and everything is, is transport. So transport is is critical once you these big um, projects happen. And we'll give you a bit of an update today. There's a few things. There's the Cross River Rail, Brisbane Metro, the airport second runway, international cruise ship terminals. Um, So Melinda, can you just give us a few updates on what's happening on those? Absolutely. Um, I think the biggest project that uh, has ever been undertaken from an infrastructure perspective here in Queensland is the Cross River Rail project. So it's reported to be around a $6.8 billion project. So that's game-changing. Um, basically, the idea of the Cross River Rail System is to prevent the bottleneck that currently occurs in the Brisbane train network. So currently, there's only one river crossing where all railway lines merge to cross the river um, and going through the city with only two city stations. Now, the Cross River Rail project is going to change that. There will be two river crossings and this new river crossing will actually be underground. So connecting from the Woolloongabba region on the south side of Brisbane under the Brisbane River and um, in fact with underground train stations in the city at Albert Street and then linking up with the existing network at the Roma Street station. So the whole project actually includes four new underground stations at Bogger Road Woolongaba, Albert Street and Roma Street, um, as well as upgrades to a number of other railway stations that already exist. So it's, ab- it's going to be game changing and it is already underway and there's a lot of 
both demolition works and tunnelling works that are commencing to get that project underway. Yeah, I've noted, I did read that um, the rock breakers have actually started work. So, yeah, it's well, it's well and truly underway, a game changer. A lot of these things that we talk about today, look, have, have a Google, have a, have a look around and, and have a look at them. They're, they're quite impressive when you do look at the size of, uh, of some of the projects. And I think that what is important to understand is how does this impact people in terms of their accessibility to get into the city? So um, just to give you a couple of examples, uh, Gold Coast residents um, will be about 20 minutes closer to the Brisbane Parliament building or to the QUT Gardens Point campus or Eagle Street Pier by public transport. So that's the sort of time savings that can be made once this project is delivered and operational. So there's going to be a lot of suburbs, even on the south side of Brisbane, that will have a reduced runtime into the CBD so that people will have easier access or faster access to some of the major employment hubs. And speaking of um, getting access, obviously, from the CBD from outer areas, the Brisbane Metro is the next one we'll have a chat about now. Yeah, look, the Brisbane Metro was initially proposed to be a subway line um, and it was going to supersede what they had proposed to be the northern and southern busways. Basically, um, it has morphed a little bit from that point and we now have the Metro that is um, progressing as an electric busway system, but a fast um service. So at peak, there's going to be three minute services uh, during peak hours. Um, and that's going to be from eight mile planes in the south through to the CBD. Um, and also from the University of Queensland at St. Lucia um, through to the Hurston Medical Precinct um, on the northern side of Brisbane. So with three minute regular interval services, again, game changing for suburbs that run along those transport corridors to be able to have such quick and fast accessibility into the major employment hubs here in Brisbane. And I think in general times, was it five minutes they run, not three minutes? Correct. Yeah. So even five minutes apart, that, that's pretty amazing for access um, to get around the city. It's a bit different to our train network at the moment, which on most lines outside of peak hour are half hour services. So there's a lot of waiting around when relying on our current public transport systems here in Brisbane. So it will be good and refreshing, in fact, to have something that is uh, much more reliable and convenient. Yeah. So so that's Brisbane Metro across the Cross River Rail. Um, the other one, which is is actually nearly, nearly complete, um, I think due to open on the 12th of July, I believe, is the second runway to the uh, Brisbane airport. This is super exciting because it's a $1.1 billion project. Um, yes, it has been under construction for the last eight years and it's created about 7,800 jobs uh, throughout Brisbane during construction. But what it does is it creates the most efficient or it's expected to provide the most efficient runway system in Australia. And part of the Greater Southeast Queensland Regional Plan is to become the hub for the Asia Pacific. So it's going to be game changing once planes are up and operational to full capacity again. Uh, Brisbane will have a very efficient uh, second runway and um, that's going to open our borders to a lot of international travels uh, travelers that do want to come here and um, and see our beautiful country yeah also domestic travel um, the, the ease to travel around obviously domestically in Australia as well um, and also you know tourism it'll massive boost for tourism once that's up and running 
the next one, again, touch on tourism, is the International Cruise Ship Terminal. Yeah, we don't really like to talk about cruise ships at the <laughs> moment after everything that we've just been through with the coronavirus pandemic. But yes, the Queensland government um, have backed the Port of Brisbane's cruise ship terminal. Um, and that project is actually nearing completion at the moment. So basically it was built because there's been a high demand for the larger mega ships. Um, and currently with the existing terminal for cruise ships here in Brisbane, they do have to uh, come through the Brisbane River mouth and under the existing Gateway Bridge. And the height of that bridge is not sufficient to allow for some of these mega cruise ships to pass through. So that was the purpose behind creating um, a new terminal further out towards the port. Um, And now some of the larger ships um, can come into Brisbane and obviously once the borders open, that's going to allow more international and domestic tourists to arrive in Brisbane in a different way. Yeah, it's lovely to come into Brisbane through the Moreton Bay. Um, It it will be a game changer for that type of transport and holidays, and I'm sure that they'll pick up again um, once things settle down. So a little bit of a cross now, I guess, when we're heading towards lifestyle. This one touches a little bit, I guess it crosses over with both. Um, Brisbane Live uh, is the project we're going to talk about. And the main reason it crosses over towards your lifestyle is that it actually has an effect on the current transit centre, which is, I think it's currently being demolished at the moment. Uh, And it'll make way to push the transit centre underground, link up with the Cross River Rail and Brisbane Metro. And then above that will be what they'll call Brisbane Live. Yeah, so Brisbane Live is basically going to be... um consist of an 18,000-seated entertainment um, arena right in the heart of the Brisbane CBD. So currently the Roma Street Rail Station is above ground and the proposal and the works will push that underground along with the Northern Busway. Um, Basically, once all of that is sunk underground, the project centrepiece, which will be the arena, will be built as an open air facility above the current Roma Street rail yards. So it will move our entertainment precinct away from the Boondle Entertainment Centre, which is in the um, outer northern suburbs of Brisbane, and it will bring it right into the hub of the CBD. And clearly transport options to get to and from that location will be um, a lot easier for those that do like to go to those large entertainment um, or those large events held at those sorts of precincts. Yeah, great access to it. And if you've been to Brisbane or you know Brisbane at all, um, a lot of the big concerts that do come here, they'll either go to the the old entertainment centre out at Boondle um, Access through transport is quite difficult, or they'll go to Suncorp Stadium. So having this in the CBD right near the major transport hub uh, is is going to be huge as well. Yeah, and it's going to be um, a real centrepiece for infrastructure because it's going to connect in with that Cross River Rail and the the metro and the inner northern bus inner northern busway systems as well. So um, what is currently an eyesight will be replaced with something that not only appeals to um, people for a location, uh, but it's actually going to be very useful and, you know, it it will incorporate a lot of restaurants and um, lifestyle elements as well. So lifestyle's the word. So I guess uh, we'll jump into probably one of the biggest ones and, and one of the most impressive ones that you can have a look at. And we've we've shared um, clips on this and uh, there's YouTube clips and whatnot, but the Queen's Wharf um, development as well, that's one we'll jump on now. 
Yeah, this is on the north bank of the Brisbane River. This is going to be game-changing for Brisbane. It is a $3.6 billion project. Basically, it integrates the cas- a casino resort precinct, including about 50 new bars, cafes and restaurants, uh, and that's going to be integrated with a public sky deck known as the Ark. And if you have a look at any of the artist impressions that are available when you Google the Queen's Wharf project in Brisbane, it is quite an impressive looking building. So that Ark will straddle over four buildings um, as well as over the existing southeast freeway below. So that's going to be game changing. Not only will it change the face of the Brisbane River, it'll be a destination in itself. Um, and it is projected to be a major tourist attraction for us here in Brisbane, probably the thing that we have lacked, um, unlike other major capitals around Australia. So, you know, again, once the borders are opened, it will give people a reason to come to Brisbane and to stay in Brisbane, which is really exciting. Um, and it will also give Brisbaneites something to to go and see and, and enjoy as well. Yeah, and I, I, if you've Again, we have um, river fire, things like that here in September where they have the fireworks and a lot of people go down around the river. South Bank, uh, where Expo 88, I believe. It was Expo 88. <laughs> it's a long time ago now. And that was all redeveloped. Um, it's got rainforest there. It's got a beach. Um, there's restaurants, cafes, a lot of entertainment, a lot of a lot of great areas for families to go. That's going to link up to Brisbane Wharf via a, a footbridge. And then there'll be what they will call, I think it's the North Bank um, precinct over that side. Yes. And that'll all be redeveloped as well. So yeah. that will change the Brisbane River and that section of the river dramatically. Um, Woolloongabba Station precinct. Yeah, so part of the Cross River Rail, um, there, part of the Cross River Rail project um, is the Woolloongabba precinct where one of the underground stations will be built. But up above that, there's an area that is um, set aside for redevelopment, which includes complete redevelopment of the Gabba, which is the home of the Brisbane Lions for those AFL lovers. And a bit um, of cricket. And cricket. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, so basically there's a large master plan in place and um, it's going to involve the refurbishment of the stadium at the Gabba and provide new linkages and mezzanine walkways um, to mixed use precincts around that area. So again, another lifestyle region or facility and and recreation area that people will flock to and enjoy. And it will also link very easily with the CBD. Might be a good timing for the Gabba to get done up in case we we happen to uh, go for the 32 Olympics. Brisbane uh, 2032. It'll be pretty exciting. And I think we'll tackle that in a future episode as well as the proposed city deal that um, is currently underway. But, um, again, not something for this episode, something we'll tackle in future episodes. Definitely. So jump back over the river and down in towards the bottom of the CBD. People, again, if you don't know Brisbane or people that do know, um, Eagle Street Pier is what it's known as, and that's looking to get all uh, complete redevelopment, which will be Brisbane Waterfront. And that linking into that and beside that is what they will call River Reach. Yes, this is a really interesting area because there's a large um, master plan development by Dexis and it's a $2.1 billion redevelopment of the Eagle Street Pier. So the project is reported to provide around 7,900 square metres of open space and that's going to increase the size of the promenade and allow better integration between the buildings and the riverbank and the river itself. Now, alongside that is the Brisbane City Council proposal to um, 
redevelop the riverfront itself. So a 1.2 kilometre waterfront promenade is proposed, uh, which basically involves uh, more green space and trees, um, including public art, decorative lighting, and highlighting some of the heritage features that exist along that part of the river. And you could probably even duck down, I hear, for a a quick swim in a, a lap pool. Is that right? That is right. So part of this proposal by the by the Brisbane City Council does include a riverside lap pool. So if you are a city worker, you can duck down to the river, jump in that lap pool and take a quick, long, single lap um, along the 1.2 kilometre jump out and, um, and go back to work. So that will be uh, very interesting to see how that all unfolds in the future. And if you're very organised and you leave your, your clothes and your towels at the right end, you could probably hop hop out at um, the completed Howard Smith Wharf. Very true. So Howard Smith Wharf at the um, northern end of the Brisbane River, just under the Story Bridge, has recently been completed. And to be quite frank, it's a new area that um, a lot of Brisbaneites flock to. And, you know, whilst at the moment there's limited numbers simply because of the shutdowns that we've had, the the bars and the restaurants and the picnic areas um, provide a beautiful location to not only enjoy a great meal or a beer, but also to look back over the Story Bridge across to the city. So it really is a destination in itself, but it provides some uh, modern and you know, just a change for Brisbane that we've not had um, in years past. Yeah, it is it's it is actually, it's lovely when you go down there, whether it's a sunny afternoon for a picnic on the grass and a beer and some fish and chips or whatnot, or there's an entertainment um, facility down there, I believe. And, you know, and then you've got the brewery. There's It's the scenery and the rocks in the background. There's a hotel um, and also the bridge coming across. It, it's great great for some photos and um, it's a lovely place to go and relax. Yeah, it's definitely a destination that a lot of tourists to Brisbane will visit. Uh, But even as locals, I mean, we've been there with friends for a meal. We've actually been there with our three boys for a picnic. So it does appeal to people of all ages. And I think it's going to be one of those destinations that, again, will put Brisbane on the map because it is um, a really desirable location. So with that, you know, the, obviously the weather we talk about and the lifestyle, one of the big things that we all like to do is get out and about, uh, whether it's bushwalking or um, out to the parks. Uh, a huge development that they're proposing at the moment is the redevelopment of the Victoria Park. Yeah, this is massive. So the Victoria Park golf course currently sits between Hurston, uh, which is where the Royal Brisbane Hospital is in the inner northern suburbs, Um, and the Roma Street parklands uh, of the CBD. So the redevelopment that's planned there by the Brisbane City Council is basically going to double the size of the City Botanical Gardens. So it will be a destination in itself. And some of the proposals that have been put forward um, will feature suspended canopy walks, kayak and lagoon swimming, Um, It's actually going to provide a location for families who want rest and relaxation or others who want uh, more active lifestyles. So, you know, giant walk through butterfly houses, food forests, dog water parks, fountains and waterfalls. Um, Some of the proposals that have already been put forward um, look to really change that area. And some of those inner northern suburbs very close to the QUT Kelvin Grove campus will really benefit from being walking distance to this huge parkland facility. 
Yeah, that will be lovely. And it's, it's it, again, it's amazing the things they can actually fit into into the area with with the kayaks and the lakes and things like that. So um, access around through Brisbane, obviously we're, we're situated on a river, so it's always difficult to cross rivers and get to whether it's from a suburb on the uh, Balimba, for example, into the city. Access through them, there's a proposal of um, some new green bridges coming up. Yes, again, the Brisbane City Council is proposing um, four new cross-river green bridges. So the idea of these are to be footbridges that link areas on the south and the north that have not previously been linked. So the bridges themselves are destined to be destinations in themselves. So they're going to in have um, areas on the bridge themselves that are going to have green space, trees and parkland. So people can not only use the bridge um, for the purposes of transportation and crossing from one side of the river to the other, but they can actually go to the bridge and have a picnic or grab a coffee and enjoy the outlook from many of these bridges that uh, are going to be developed. So it is a new concept and the idea is to benefit from the subtropical environment that we have here in Brisbane. Yeah, it's good for lifestyle to be able to walk around, ride a bike um, and access all those areas. So the final area now which we'll touch on is a, is a bit of health and education. Um, so the first one we'll talk about is Hurston Quarter, Linda. Yes, look, this is a priority development area. Uh, there's a mixed-use health-related precinct that is currently under construction. So part of the, the previous Royal Brisbane Hospital, in fact, it was the Children's Hospital before it moved over to the south side of Brisbane, it has been demolished and it's currently being replaced with a public health facility, um, also a private hospital uh, the area will include aged care facilities, retirement living, and in addition to that, there's going to be residential accommodation, child care facilities, retail and restaurants. Now, this is a location that is directly opposite the parkland at the Victoria Park location that we mentioned just previously. So this whole region in Hurston um, is set to be transformed in the coming years. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. But not only that, it's going to create lots of jobs. Yeah, that's so the Hurston area is right near um, Queensland University Technology um, Campus. At Kelvin Grove. At Kelvin Grove. So that's, and also then I guess if we touch on universities, as I've just mentioned, QUT, uh, an area that we uh, we like uh, out in the Morton Bay area, out Petrie, used to be the old um, paper mill at Petrie. And that's all been demolished now and um, the university out there. Yeah, 460 hectares of land, in fact. It was a former paper mill site, as Scott mentioned. Again, another priority development area. And currently, it consists of the University of the Sunshine Coast Petrie Campus, which opened earlier this year. Now, that's not all that's planned for that region. There's a new health uh, precinct, um, retail, commercial and residential developments, as well as lots of community infrastructure going into that priority development area. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, again, the benefit of this type of priority development area is it's going to create jobs and it's going to create high paying jobs. And that's what we want to see when we're selecting investment grade locations. Wow. So there's a lot of things you can you can see happening Happened or proposed, um, the, the face of Brisbane's changing. Um, if you don't know Brisbane, and we're a bit late with our plug today, but if you don't know Brisbane and you're interested in, in property in Brisbane, feel free to get in contact with us at Streamline Property um, Buyers up here in Brizzy. 
So best way to do that on the webpage, www.streamlineproperty.com.au. Um, Melinda, myself, Talia, we're all happy to help out in any way that we can if you're interested in looking property up this way. Yes, I guess it's all happening at once here in Brisbane. And whilst that may present with a few years of inconvenience while this major infrastructure is all coming into play, Brisbane will be very different by 2026. Now, that's six years from now. All of these major projects are due for completion by late 2025. So if you are a property investor and you are considering Brisbane as an investment location, or if you are a home buyer and you are wondering whether Brisbane might be the next area that you relocate to, think about what Brisbane's going to look like six years from now. These major projects will change the face of Brisbane Brisbane's growing up, let's face it. We're not we're not the little country town that we used to be and it's major projects like this that really put us on the map. So, yeah, exciting times. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed that update today. Um, if we can help in any way, drop us a line, ask. But, um, yeah, look, I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm glad we haven't, we're not footing the bill for everything ourselves. Um, there's a bit of money getting spent there, which is, which is great. So, um, look, I've enjoyed it. Good chat again today. Um, I hope you have and we'll talk next time. Until then, take care and bye for now. Yes, thanks for tuning in again. Don't forget to leave us a comment or like our podcast, subscribe, tell your friends about us because the only way people will find out what we do and how we can help them is by sharing this podcast information. So thank you for tuning in. We look forward to chatting again next time. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.